welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so grateful that you joined me this morning. Well, it is time for us to continually push to pray, and we thank God for this particular way to do it through this prayer call called 15 Minutes with Him. And so I'm so glad that you are going to pray with me because we know that when we pray, God listens to us. And that is such good news. I just can't stress that enough because I know many times we feel like no one is listening to us in terms of humanity, normal, you know, people that are talking to us. But the blessing is that even when people are listening and they're paying attention or they're just in their own world, God listens to us. He hears us and he answers our prayers. And so that is good news today. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray and don't think that you can't pray. Just talk to the Father. That is a form of prayer. And so let's get into the call for today. When you get a chance, I want you to read two different um, verses in Esther. First, Esther chapter 2, verse 16, and then Esther chapter 4, verse 11. And I'm reading from the King James Version of these two verses. And it reads on this wise. So Esther was taken unto King Arthurius, into his house royal in the tenth month, which is the month Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Verse 11 of chapter 4, all the king's servants and the people of the king's promises do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days. So far, the scripture. And so if I ask the question today, how many of you like to wait? How many of you like to wait? I am sure most of you would say, I don't like to wait. I want to get to whatever I got to get to. I want to get online and I want to get out. And so a couple of days ago, I had to go to um, my dealership because I needed to have my car checked out into service. And so I got there really early in the morning so that I could surpass this long wait. But it didn't even matter that I got there early. I had to wait longer than I anticipated. And so I said, let me go over to there was a target that's near the dealership. I said, I'll just sit there. Well, in the Target, they had a Starbucks. So I ordered some coffee, and as I was sitting there reading, and I had an opportunity to actually just read because I got all this time while I'm waiting, I began to read the Bible, and I'm reading, I'm reading. But everybody who was on that line that would come near me where I was sitting, they would either smile at me or they would look down and ask me questions about, is that the Bible? What kind of Bible is that? Could you pray for me? I didn't say, I didn't have a sign on my head, everybody, but I'm sitting there and I am waiting. And so the word wait means to stay or remain. And so I was staying put, I was remaining, but while we usually have to wait, we need to do something, right? We need to be in in some kind of progress. So instead of me just sitting there waiting, I was preparing. I was in place. I was remaining, but I was still doing. How was I doing? I was talking to the people who were passing by. I was reading. So today I 
brought two different verses to your attention that has to do with waiting. This is Esther. So when you get a chance, it's two different verses. They're not connected in the sense that it's the same situation going on. But what did happen is that there was waiting that Esther had to do. And so the first verse talks about the fact that she was taken into the the king's house, if you will, in the 10th month. Now, those of you that know the account of Esther, they know it was all these maidens that were groomed and they were prepared with oils and it was a year that they had to do this with different types of spices and oils so they could smell good to be presented before the king. But when the time came for each of the maidens to go in to the king, each one went when they set it up for her to go in. However, when it got time for Esther, she went in the 10th month. So when we think about our year, we know it's not the same year um, because biblically it's a different year, but it imagine 12 months in a year. And it says the verse that I read is that she went in in the 10th month. So when we think about that, that's October. Right. So she had to be prepared for a year. Then she had to wait until the king called her in. And when he did finally call her, call her in, it was in October. The second verse that I read talks about when Mordecai sent word that Esther needed to go talk to the king. And she said, look, the, the law um, cousin is that you don't go unless the king calls you. And the thing is, I haven't. I'm his wife and I haven't even been called to come into the king for a 30 single days. And I said, my goodness, what is this about waiting? And I'm encouraging you today to that many of us are in a state of waiting. We are waiting for God to show up, waiting for him to turn the situation around waiting for the ministry that he has prepared for you, waiting for that spouse, waiting for your children to get saved. You are waiting, waiting for your healing. But today I encourage you that while you are waiting, that you need to be productive. You need to praise him. You still need to do while you're waiting. And so Esther, her accounts talk about her waiting and she had to wait, if you will, for the king. But the good news today is that you and I don't have to wait to get called by the king. You can go to the king freely. You can go openly. You can go every day. You can go anytime and everywhere that you want. You can go to our king and you can pray. And the time that you sit before him, you can speak to him. And although he may not answer immediately, he is still answering because God knows what we need, how we need it, and it's the right time that we need it. And then just like Esther, her prayers were answered at the time that it was necessary because when it came time for her to go before the king, he, the, the earthly king, he did listen to her. He was enamored by her, and our God is enamored by us. He loves us because we're his children. So I wanted to encourage you today to, while you're waiting and that you're remaining, still be about his business, but why don't you praise him? Why don't you thank him? Because God is in the midst of doing things that we couldn't even imagine or think while we are waiting. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we bless you with our lips, God, the fruit of our lips, and we give you the praise. We thank you for life. We thank you for strength. We thank you for a reasonable portion of health. God, we just thank you that we are able to see another day. And God, you allowed it to be, so we say thank you. We love you this morning, God. We thank you for the opportunity to gather in your name, God. Lord, 
Lord, you are an awesome God. You said that when we gather two or three, that you're in the midst. What a promise that you've given us, God, that you would be right there. So no matter where we are located physically, God, because our hearts are connected, we are gathering in your name, God. You are with us right now. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for being here while I'm here in New York and someone else is in North Carolina. Thank you that someone who is in Spain, God, or they're in Jamaica, God, you're with us as we gather in your name. Lord, that's good news. And so we're grateful that you are with us. Father, forgive us right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you know, you know what we said, you know what we did. We know it's early in the morning on this side of the earth, but other places is in the afternoon. It's in the middle of the day. God, we don't ever want to come before you in a way of being arrogant or prideful to think that we could just begin to ask you and do and whatever. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us right now and have mercy upon us because you are a merciful God. We need your mercy, but we also need you to forgive us, God, so that when we speak to you, it is true. You are listening. You've thrown our sin away, God, and you are sitting there listening to our petition, listening to our love language to you, where we bless you and kiss you and tell you how awesome you are. Thank you that you listen to us and you forgive us. Well, this morning, God, we come to you while we are in this season of waiting. There are so many under the sound of my voice who are waiting. They are waiting. They are waiting for you to do, to turn the tide, to turn the situation, to open the door, to do something different, to do the promotion that only you can do, to make the healing be manifested, that we see it, that you would open up the prison doors. God, they are waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting. But you told us to rejoice and hope to be patient in tribulation. God, and so many of us are in seasons or situations of tribulation, God, some sorrow, some problems, some afflictions, God. But you kept telling us about the afflictions in your word. You let us know that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, you deliver us out of them all. And so while we are waiting, waiting, being patient, God, when we're being patient, we are waiting, but we are being constant in prayer. You told us to wait on you, God, and to be of good courage, and you would strengthen our heart. You said to wait on you, God. You keep telling us in your word to wait, to way. We are in a generation. We are in a culture that we want things now. We have taken that microwave that sits in many of our homes and we put it in our lives, God, that when we want something, we we say it and it's supposed to happen when we say so. God, you have taught us and you teach us even in our trying to get things faster than we want or faster than we think we are supposed to get it. You have taught us how to wait despite how we try to move along. God, we, we go ahead of you many times. We do things and try to fix it like uh, a Sarah, God, and, and Abraham, how they try to fix things. God, we do it. In many situations, we try to do it when it comes to our finances, our relationships, our friendships, how we're going to move ahead when we drive to move. Whatever it is, God, we go ahead in many cases because we are impatient. But you told us to be patient in tribulation. But you gave us the, 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 the anecdote, if you will. You said that they that wait upon you, God, you would renew our strength. So while we're waiting, you're renewing our strength. You're helping us to mount up on wings like eagles. You're, you're helping us to run and not get weary. You're teaching us to walk and not fade. And all of this happens while we are waiting. God, we're waiting not just for the bus. We're not waiting for someone to knock on the door, but we're waiting on you. We're waiting upon the Lord. And so we wait in confidence 
and say, God, if you did things before, if you answered before, if you left us and opened doors before and closed doors, God, surely you can do it again. You said, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test. And many of your children are in test. They're going through a test. They're in the midst of it. They're trying to come out the test. Lord, you said that he would receive a crown of life, which you, God, have promised to those who love you. And this morning, God, we say that we love you. We we tell you that we love you. God, I know sometimes our behavior doesn't align to showing that we love you, God, but we do, we do, we do in our heart, God, we love you. That's how come when our actions do not align with you. You know our heart, God. Oh, God, we look on the outward appearance of man. We look at people and make our own decisions that this one probably don't really love you. This one doesn't love you. But God, you know our hearts, God, and you know the inside, the indwelling, what we're actually feeling, even when the behavior doesn't align, even when we don't talk to you, God, even when we don't pray to you. So this morning, God, we pray, God, that you would help us as it relates to waiting, God, that you would help us to praise you while we wait, that we would trust you while we wait, that we would walk in faith while we wait, because God, you are a God who answers prayers. And so we thank you for this morning, God, for this account. Esther had to wait. Oh, God, we love to talk about how we love to talk about the fact that she was a queen and that she had all these wonderful preparations happening for her. But it was some time that passed where she might have said, God, did you forget about me? I know that you are preparing me, but when are you going to have the king to call me in? And then after you blessed her to get, be chosen as the wife, then have to wait for the king to call me, my own husband. I can't just go in there and just say, hey, baby, I just want to talk to you. God, you are amazing in how you set things up in your word to teach us how to wait. God, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't It doesn't help us, God, because we're saying, wait, it's, it's, it's so long now. So how could he possibly show up now? How could he possibly bless me in this area? God, you are a God who is the king of teaching us how to wait. So help us this morning. Everyone under the sound of my voice, God, that they would know how to wait, that you would teach them how to wait, that God, while they're waiting, they don't just sit there and say, well, I'm just going to sit back like a a person who needs a job, that they're going to actually go and move and be about your business and still be productive, God. Faith without works is dead. And so we're believing you that we're speaking words, speaking your word, God, of, of declarations of your scripture that tell us that the waiting is not in vain. And so we thank you this morning, God, for all that you're doing in our lives and that you're keeping us and that you are not just teaching us how to wait, but that there are many of us that are waiting, but God, you are going to show up just like the king did. The king put out the scepter so that his wife, Esther, the queen, would be able to come and talk to him. But we thank you that that scepter is always before us, that you're always pouring it out to us or handing it out to us so we can get on our knees. We can sit in our chair. We can talk to you when we're working, when we're walking, when we're driving. God, even while we're crying, we can talk to you because you're holding out the scepter this morning. God, we come to you because while we are waiting, we're still asking you to remember so many who are dealing with situations. So remember uh, Brianna, God, this morning. Thank you for Bree, 22 years old, who suffered a heart attack. My God, have mercy, God, on her life. But we thank you that she's alive. We thank you that you brought her through, God, 22. So God, when we get caught up, that it has to be a situation. We got to figure it out. We need an answer. Lord, 
Lord, there are things that are happening to us, but God, you are merciful because you kept her. So we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you continue to bless Denise in the name of Jesus as she is standing in agreement with me and us that you are healing her father in the name of Jesus. Uplift her, God. Help her to stand on your word and to trust that you're going to bring her dad through. So we lift up Fenton and we speak wholeness to his body in the name of the Lord Jesus. We plead the blood over him that God, that there will be a miracle of life that he would live and not die, that he would be restored. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we lift up Alicia, God. Do what you do, God. You are the great physician. You are Rafa. So do that, God, in the name of Jesus, so that, Lord, when she comes out of this, that when she writes songs and she sings and ministers, it will be amazing because of the yokes and the anointing that is on her life, that she would be able to destroy yokes because of the suffering that she has gone through, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for Harold Bell this morning, that you would heal him of meningitis and the West Nile virus. God, even the fact that this is something that he's dealing with, God, I know, we know that you are a healer, so heal, Father. Heal in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, cover everybody who might be sick. Make them whole in the name of Jesus. Help them in their suffering, in their their sickness, God. Even from the smallest thing to the largest thing, you are the same God that when that woman said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would be made whole. Help us, God, that are afflicted in sickness and in a spirit of infirmity, that you would help us to seek that that hem of your garment, just to touch you, to have the faith of a mustard seed to say, if you would just hear me, God, you can answer my prayer. If I just touch you, God, you would answer me and you would make me whole, just like you did those in your word. God, we pray in the name of Jesus for those who, who need heart healing, emotional healing from grief. We lift up various and her family and the passing of her aunt. In the name of Jesus, we pray this morning for Miss Chavis, God, for the grief that she feels concerning her friend James, God, as he's passed. But we pray for Andrea as she has lost her dad. We pray for strength now in the name of Jesus for them specifically, but for all of those who are grieving, all of those who are hurting, who just don't know what to do because it hurts. It's too much for them, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are the God that heals. You are the comforter. So, Father, comfort them now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, God. We pray for Miss Deborah as you have brought her through surgery. Balance her body. Bring down the fever. We speak homeostasis to her, God, in the name of Jesus, that all is well. We pray for Vonda and all of the family members that they would believe you and trust you to do that for mom. And we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. And anyone else who might be feeling ill or not well, God, make them whole in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray for those over in Texas and Mississippi and all the states that have been uh, ravaged by floods, God, they lost their houses, they were they were deaf. God, we just pray for them in the name of Jesus that you would help those who lost their homes to find a place and that, God, that you would rescue those who are in water in the name of Jesus. We need you, God, and we believe for a good report for all of them. We pray this morning, God, for Tony Burnett in the name of Jesus that the verdict, God, would be reversed. And we say reverse so that it's a good report that he's released, that the answer would be from you and they know that it's you God, help um, Tony to believe you. Help his mom to believe you. And you 
do it. You will do it. God, show up on their behalf in the name of Jesus, as you've done for so many. You did it for Michael Hall. You reversed what they were trying to do, God. You released him. So we pray that today that the verdict will be in the favor of Tony and anyone else who's dealing with any kind of issue concerning the law, concerning going before the judge. You are the righteous judge. So show up on their behalf. God, be who you are. You are the one who rescues us. You are Elohim. You are El Shaddai. You are Rafa. You are Jireh. God, do it for your people today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. We thank you. We bless you for the good reports. We thank you for the, the answered prayers. We thank you for the pay increases. We thank you for the bonuses. We thank you for the jobs. We thank you for the houses. We thank you for the, the promotion. We thank you for the elevation. We thank you for those who have been elevated in ministry. God, you are still doing great things, even when it seems like a lot of things are wrong. You're still the great I am, and you're blessing us in spite of it. Lord, we thank you for this prayer today that you have shown us how to wait. And even when we think we are waiting alone, God, you've taught and show us so many accounts of those who waited in scripture being this queen, Esther, had to wait and go. If the queen had to wait, God, we are queens and kings and God, we're waiting on you and we're being of good courage because you're strengthening us while we wait. We thank you for this prayer today. Keep us, cover us, bless us wherever we go. And God, we will continue to give you the praise. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, God, and for your sake. Amen and amen again. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, God. We bless your name, God. We bless your name and we honor you as our king. So everyone be encouraged. Continue to watch and pray and wait, but move and do so that you're not just sitting there, but you're trusting that God is going to bring you out, bring you through and open that door that you and I are waiting for. You already know that I love you, but God truly loves you more. Have an awesome day, a blessed time each, everywhere you go, whether you're on vacation, whether you're going to just be home, going to work, whatever it is, just continue to know that God loves you more than I could ever love you, but he loves you. And because he loves you, that's good news. That's good news. And it's something for you to hold on to. So meet me again when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. Thank you for listening to 15 minutes with him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite, an executive produced by Charles E. Williams Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee.